0: Hello and thank you for joining us today on the Table and Well podcast. This is episode 30 in our series, uh, Stories from the Table. Um, and as always, guys, please food for your downloads and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite listening platform. And, um, if you love listening to us on YouTube or watching us on YouTube, you can do that as well by subscribing to our YouTube station or channel, which is Table and Well Co. Um, so, this episode, episode 30, concludes our conversation with Brenton Smith, um, and uh, who's the director of uh, Pastor to Pioneer. Um, and the last two episodes, guys, have been just so fun to listen to. And it was just fun to relive as I edited this and even to be in the middle of the conversation. Um, and I'm excited for today because um, we asked Brenton the question that we've been that we've really based this whole series on, which is the table to me has been or is. And in the five months that Britain's been on the road, he has sat at a lot of different tables, um, tables of people that he's known tables that he hasn't known. Most of his family, usually his wife and his kids usually didn't know the people that they were sitting across the table from, um, but he made a statement in this uh, episode that um, actually was interesting because it's the title of one of our past episodes. But he's just talked about how going that doing this, how people have gone from strangers to connected in no time at all. He said, you know, you, you enter the room with a handshake and you're leaving with an embrace. And if that doesn't say and if that doesn't speak to who we are to be as the body of Christ, when we are living relationally healthy with each other, um, then nothing else does because that's what he's called us to do. He's called us to be family. He's called us to live in a very, um, incredible ecosystem of giving and receiving and being family and bringing who we are to the table fully and loving each other, being present with each other, um, not having all the answers, not fixing. But that's what he's called us to do and just enjoy each other. And so, Britton just talks a little bit more about his journeys um, on the road, how it's affected his family, his wife and his three boys. Um, and it's a beautiful thing to listen to. So guys, I'm going to get out of your way, quit talking. Um, and here's episode 30. Um, and as we listen to the conclusion of our conversation with Britton Smith and we get to hear his stories from the table. Yeah. So I've got just really one more question for you um, in our time here. So again, five months on the road, not 18 months on the road. (laughs) Um, and again, we're in our series, the stories from the table. And in these five months, I would, I mean, I'm sure you've said a lot of different tables. You've been at a lot of tables. And one of the questions, not one of the questions, the question that we have in this series really is what is the table meant to you? Or what is the table to you is? Um, and so would love to just hear, you know, what that word or two words would be. And then maybe even some stories about where you've seen that happening at different tables as on you've been on your travels and your journey.
2: I have sat at a lot of tables <laughs> on the road and it, that has been such a gift. Um, because a lot of these places we're stopping and people were connecting with their relationships. I have some of them, my wife might know a little bit, but most of them my wife and kids don't know. Mm. and so it's a, it's a big step for them to enter into these spaces where where they don't know anybody. And the table has been a place where it breaks down a lot of walls for us to know and be known Mm -hmm. for conversation to naturally flow. And I've sat around tables where we've in Louisiana, where one family just brought us in like family and they threw a crawfish boil for us. And it was more than just eating the crawfish, which is quite an experience. In the North, we do not eat crawfish. No. They are delicious. Yeah. Um, but that whole process of seeing what they went through to put that on for us and inviting us into that process, even cooking the crawfish and of just being together in that conversation mm-hmm. is walls is coming down. And it, it's it was a sign that they didn't have to say, like, you're like family to us because they invited – they're their brothers and aunts and uncles and grandma and grandpa moms and da- like they're there as a family and we're just part of it. Yeah. And I think for me, part of the table has been we're we're we're, we're family together. We're part mm. of the family of God, and there's something deeply spiritual that unites us.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: where we get to know and be known. And I can't tell you how many times we've come into a table and greetings with handshakes and we leave with a hug. because something changes when we sit around that table together Mm -hmm. where we can be more vulnerable. We can share our stories. We can uh, identify with each other's pain in our journeys. And especially Mm -hmm. the pastors and their families that we're talking to, we've, we have a lot of similarities in our stories, similarities Mm -hmm. of hurt and disappointment and heartache and being able to share in those pains, Mm -hmm. but then to be able to Spur one another on and hope for what could be, yeah, um, I don't know that those things happen or at least not happen quite as easily if it wasn't for the table,
1: yeah, yeah, that's so good, yeah, even your story about the crawfish lends back to the conversation we just had of like I could make a make a I could invite you to dinner and make a fully prepared meal that you just show up to mm-hmm. <laughs> sound familiar, wow. or I can- does. or we can make it together and in in the mess of it all you know in the mess of the kitchen and the mess of preparing the crawfish all of that there's just such a parallel there that even at the table Mm -hmm. and we talk a lot about and and hope to encourage people to do the table as you talked about the very beginning where you noticed that during covid that some people were like i just can't do that it's too much because i think i have to come prepared i think i have to come with like a, a five course meal that that everybody's going to love. And it's, and it's not that it's even the table doesn't signify perfection
0: mm-hmm.
1: or performance right. or mm-hmm. performance. Cause we That's can, right. we can layer, <laughs> we can layer that we can borrow the same things from the last season and just, and call it the table. Yeah, right. And right just, right. and, and all and, those things that we are experiencing pain from that weren't working, we can just Think it's going to change because we changed the setting. Right. And it's like, no, no, no. Right. no. Part of the table, even is before what happens before the table and in the kitchen. Well, I th- Go ahead.
2: I, I think what I really appreciate what you guys are doing with table and well is there's something natural that happens around the table. But what you guys are doing is helping train people in skills that take it even deeper, mm-hmm. that help you have greater relational connection mm-hmm. Talk, like how do you check in with one another mm-hmm. how, how do you be honest with what am I feeling why am I feeling that way mm-hmm. how to just show appreciation and what that does yeah like we'll do that as a family like around our own table we'll often just share appreciation from our day about mm-hmm. each other appreciation of the Lord and if people join us in our table we just bring them into that practice and um it, it just it's a tool that helps us grow deeper together with the Lord and each other. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what you guys are doing that. I so appreciate that we, a lot of us, we didn't grow up with those tools, right? We, we don't know how to do that. And so Mm -hmm. you're taking a naturally unifying thing and you're helping it go even deeper, which Mm -hmm. I think is such a gift to the body of Christ. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's super fun.
0: Yeah. It's interesting that, that idea of like that check-in or, um, going deeper. I was, uh, had lunch with the friend yesterday and we were talking and just kind of explaining some of that stuff to him. And he's like, man, I remember growing up in church and we go to the prayer meeting or the prayer circle. And he's like, there's always the, you know, the two or three people that's, you know, they say the unspoken, like I have an unspoken <laughs> prayer request or an unspoken, like, how are you feeling? What's unspoken. And, and it was just interesting because it, we just kind of made this parallel of like, so these people have been coming to this gathering 10, 15, two years, whatever it might be. And they didn't feel safe enough with those people to share what was happening in their life. They didn't feel like they were close enough as a family, the body of the family of God, God's family to actually share, Hey, this is happening in my life and I'm struggling here. And I need some help here where the table like knocks all that down. It's like you go from, like you said, from a handshake to a hug from strangers to belonging in less than 30, 45 minutes.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and we see it time and time and time again, in and as out. you are on the road. Uh, it doesn't, I mean, we have rhythms we follow, but that's not the secret sauce necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like there is something about the table itself. That is just that, like we are all in this together. Yeah. Do you have so any stories that come to mind as we're talking about that? Go ahead.
2: Seems like you had one no, coming. I, I was, <laughs> no, I was just going to say, and that's not necessarily a story, but I say I, I would agree with you on in a culture now with zoom. And I do a lot of things on zoom and, and zoom is great. And, you, you know, I've chatted with you guys on zoom. Mm-hmm. There is nothing like being face to face and and you can't, you can't put a price on that. You can't trade that for anything. Mm -hmm. It's being face to face and looking in someone's eyes. And and, and there's something about that presence with one another that can't be reproduced anywhere else. And I think that has been a huge takeaway for me on this trip of man. Sometimes I can have long visits. Sometimes it's short visits. It doesn't matter. There's power in that face to face, sitting around all kinds of tables to do that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there's something about being in the presence of one another and being able to feel one another Yeah, right where they are and the time and the space to be together, even if it's talking about the goofiest things and not deep heart stories, yeah. you know, like right. I'm sure you've got stories of times where it's been really light and like maybe you didn't go in deep heart, but there's something that you carried away from that moment together. Mm-hmm. There's a knowing that happened that that wouldn't have happened any other way over a zoom or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Like I think about our time where we got to have dinner together. And like, I don't think I would know you the way I know you, if we wouldn't have stolen that two
2: hours and, yeah. and just some time together around a table.
0: Yep. Around the table. So, so,
2: Right. It's not it's not been all serious. And I think that's even fun to model for our kids. We we were together with some other friends in, in Birmingham, Alabama, and my kids had never met their kids, but they have three boys as well. And so we're around the table. And when you have six boys, uh, you know, 14 and under. Wow. It quickly turns to uh, fart jokes. Right. And, <laughs> right. right. and so they start telling all these fart jokes. And it was funny to watch The kids then, how that actually drew them in together and Mm -hmm. drew them in with even the adults, because I mean they were funny. I'm not gonna (laughs) lie, there were some funny (laughs) jokes. Um, How that it wasn't this big serious thing, but even in that, they in their own way were trying to connect with the group and trying to make one another feel comfortable and 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 have that connection. Mm -hmm. And it dawned on me in that of like, it doesn't always have to be serious, you know. There's a lot of ways we can just have fun together and see that connection around the table. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, awesome. you we have anything else? I don't think I no? do. Well, Britton, what I would love for you to do real quick is just the people. If there's pastors listening that are kind of thinking about making this journey, um, and they've been asking those questions like, "What's next?" I know there's more. How could someone get a hold of you uh, to 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 walk for you to walk with them through that process?
2: Yeah. I, at first I'd say to any, any pastor that's kicking around some of these things and asking some of these big questions. First, I want you to know, like, you're not crazy and you're not alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there are many others that have asked those and are asking those things. And I think that's one of the, the biggest priorities we have with Pastor to Pioneer is just connecting you in relationship with someone that's walked the journey. Yeah. And yeah, we, we have some training and that thing, and that's all good and fine. But I think that, The beauty of what it is, it's relationship to uh, help you listen to what Jesus is saying to you for your story and walk that out and to encourage you on those days where it's hard, where you think, like, I I think I might be crazy. (laughs) Uh, um, No, you're not. You're not. And. God is calling some out to be pioneers, to blaze a trail, to be a model for others, to see what it could look like in a different way yeah. to help others see it and go, Oh, that's what it could be. And so if that's you, like, I think the easiest way is just go to the pastor to pioneer.com and, um, the, the you can contact us to that's probably the easiest. Right. Um, if you want to throw my e- email in the show notes to yep, that, Absolutely. that's, that's easy as well. Um, but PastorPioneer.com is, um, or, or we're on social media. They can find us there too. Okay, That's
1: awesome. And I just want to say thank you for yeah. what you guys do. It is such a key ministry that um, is needed. And I just mm. love that you are gathering people together that do otherwise feel mostly alone. It is a very scary, mm-hmm. confusing season. It can be. And I'm just so encouraged by the stories that I see, even in the Facebook group Yeah, um, that you know you watch others walk the journey and you watch them not having to walk it alone and even what you shared over dinner um i just think it's beautiful and so I would encourage anyone who's on that journey to reach out to you guys the real deal yeah and thank you for being you
0: yeah and thanks for hey, being with us
1: man. thanks
2: all right hey my pleasure what a gift <laughs> it's
0: been awesome you've been listening to the table and well podcast new episodes stream every tuesday To begin your journey to relational health, go to tableandwell.org forward slash I-R-H to join our Intro to Relational Health Lab. This is our free four-week mini-course where you will learn skills and practices that will transform the way you engage with relationships. So for more information or resources, go to tableandwell.org.